Welcome to the Minority Reports Podcast with your hosts, the Cougar and the Aggie, where we discuss our journey to financial independence and also share tips on investing, saving tactics, and interview people who have hashtag made it in America. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Minority Reports Podcast. We are your hosts, the Cougar. And the Aggie. And today's topic is all about IRAs. And in case you're wondering how we got to the topic of IRAs, make sure you check out our previous podcast episodes. Kind of like just going over how we started this journey towards financial independence and 401ks. But then we kind of realized that, hey, not everyone has a 401k. So... For those of you that don't have a 401k, this episode is for you. In that sense, also make sure to follow us on Instagram, the Minority Reports Podcast. Like all our pictures, follow us. We deliver great content. That would be super useful. Um, We're also on Facebook. We do have a Gmail. And if you want to course find our podcast we are on soundcloud the minority reports podcast on soundcloud before we dive into today's topic just forewarning the aggie and myself the cougar we are not certified professional financial advisors and all that jazz we're just a couple guys that have done a lot of research we spent a lot of time on this So definitely, before you start making financial moves on your own, do your own research. It's just a great benefit. But, I mean, we do provide great tips and whatnot. So let's get into it. An IRA. Mr. Aggie, what does the IRS call an IRA? Uh, So the IRA is an individual retirement arrangement. A lot of people call it an individual retirement account, but it's actually an individual retirement arrangement. Uh, And so we don't have to keep saying that throughout this whole podcast. We'll just call it an IRA. And in case you're still wondering, well, what what is an IRA? It's basically a type of savings account that helps you save for retirement by earning higher returns in your typical savings account that you would open with like a bank. So it's, again, it's, it's a retirement vehicle similar to a 401k. So now that we got that out the way, let's kind of go into the general overview. It's very similar to a 401k. So if the 401k had limits, your IRA is going to have limits. What are some of those limits? So the IRA, the max contribution you can do is 5500 for the year. If you are over 50, you do get $1,000 catch-up, so it's actually $6,500 limit. And that's because the IRS wants you to really have some funds going into your retirement because the IRS are our friends. Mm -hmm. At one point or another. But yeah, they do want (laughs) you to retire. Uh, And so if you weren't retiring when you were early, you didn't get a chance to listen to the Minority Reports podcast and start investing early, they give you an opportunity to catch up and invest a little bit more. Um, but lucky for you guys, y'all are listening to us and hopefully are investing at a younger age. 
Um, so we're ready for retirement when that comes. Definitely. And that just goes back to another reason why we started this, um, because we wish we had been told certain things mm-hmm. going uh, back in the days. Uh, now, of course, IRAs, similar to 401ks again, have pros and cons. Mm-hmm. In terms of, I guess, you know, start with the cons, right? Okay. I, like to, I like to hear the bad news first. Okay. So cons are, and like you said, similar to the 401k, um, you do have to wait till 59 and a half to take out the money. If you take it out before, you do get a 10% penalty fee. Um, but there are ways around that, and we'll get to that later. Um, but the other one is there are required distributions after you get to seven and a half. So there is a minimum you have to withdraw. You can't just keep the money in there forever and you know pass it on to your kids, um, which you still can, but there's different ways you have to go about doing it. So at 70 and a half, at the age of 70 and a half, you pretty much have to get this money. Mm-hmm. You have to take out the minimum requirement and... Again, if you're investing or if you're still working or you have your own business, um, you know, obviously that's going to increase your taxable income. So you kind of have to be, you know, worry about that. Um, but there's a lot of ways of avoiding taxes and whatnot. So once you get to that point, um, I'm sure we'll have another podcast on that later in life and uh, you'll be able to learn ways to avoid that as well. And I, and I, I mean, and we're kind of hoping anyways, about the age of 70 and a half, you're out there sipping Mai Tais on the beach, mm-hmm. you're seeing, you've already been to like every country in the world, you're out there with your beautiful family. Mm-hmm. So, um, those are some of the cons, which in a sense, aren't that many. Mm-mm. There really isn't in like a 401k. I mean, it's, it's a vehicle for you to, you know, invest and make more money and be able to have money for retirement. Um, like you said at the beginning, you get higher returns in a checkings account, so um, it's a preferred vehicle for you to use. That being said, let's go to the pros. Yeah, so pros, there's quite a few. So unlike the 401k that has limited choices because your employer chooses the funds and uh, programs that are in there that you can invest in, with an IRA, Basically, you can go anywhere that you want. So you can go to a bank, you can go to financial institutions, um, you know, different brokerage firms. Brokerage firms. You can even get them at some life insurance companies. Mm-hmm. That as well. So if you, at this point, I would say do your research and look at what you want to invest in, and then go to a provider that offering that, you know, fund or you know, index fund or whatever that is. Um, and then go to that, you know, Vanguard. I personally have Vanguard, and that's who I use uh, because I wanted to invest in their index funds. What what put you on Vanguard? Was just um, like I said, like you said at the beginning, we did a lot of research, and a lot of the people that I follow for early retirement, like Money Mustache, the Mad Scientist, uh, Money Wizard, and a lot of other people, their preferred choice is a Vanguard index fund, mm-hmm. and. Um, and that's why I went in and ended up going with Vanguard because they created the index fund so and they offer IRAs. So I just went through them to uh, start my IRA and it's been you know an easy process. You literally go online, fill out some info, and ten minutes later you're you got your IRA set up. No exaggeration, ten minutes. No exaggeration. Wow. Okay. So you got it set up and then another thing cool 
about it is you can get, you know, set it up where every time you get a check, you can take out, you know, $50 and invest it, um, or on a monthly rate, or if you want to do a lump sum at the beginning of the year, however you want to do it, you just set it up. Um, so once you set it up, you know, kind of set it, forget it, you know, every week, whether you're doing, you know, traditional or Roth, it'll just automatically go, and then you're investing and you don't even think about it. So it kind of goes back to our automatic savings tip that we gave in the first podcast. Just easier way of, you know, getting things done without actually thinking about it and sitting down and actually sending that payment or that check to get it done. So Kind of out of sight, out of mind type of deal. Exactly. And now you mentioned uh, whether it's traditional or Roth. And I think that's a good segue into um, the types of IRAs available. Yeah. Again, similar to a 401k. You do have your pre-tax option, which is traditional, and you have your post-tax option, which is Roth. Correct. Let's touch on the Roth for right now, mm-hmm. um, simply because I guess the, today's main focus is going to be traditional. Traditional, yeah. So then the Roth, like the Cougar mentioned, it's Roth is post-tax and traditional is pre-tax. So post, post-tax meaning, you know, you already if you had a 401k, money already got taken out all your social security and everything got taken out, this is what you get on your paycheck. So if you're, like I was mentioning before, if you get with your HR or do it through Vanguard, you can get it where your employer will send it straight to Vanguard, and then that just gets deducted so you get a little bit less on your paycheck, or you get your paycheck in and then set an automatic draft to get into your Vanguard. But it is post-tax. So the kind of a pro of being Roth is you're... Um, you already pay taxes up front, so everything's being uh, all the everything you earn, contribution interest, everything that you're making is will be tax free. Tax free, basically. Um, so the good thing about a Roth is you are able to take out your contributions before fifty nine and a half. And that, I mean that that's uh, I think that's that's a good point that you make because unlike your four hundred one k with your IRA, you can't take loans against your IRA. Correct. And when you're doing this, essentially you're saying that since you already paid the taxes on that money, you can pull that money out if you need it. Yes. Again, we don't recommend it because you're lowering the money that's in there and you're not going to make as much as the years go on. But for whatever reason, you need that you know, 5500 that you invested. You are able to take it out. You just can't take out any of the earnings. That is a key statement. Again, you can put in the amount that you already pay taxes on, but since the earnings technically haven't been taxed yet, you can't pull those out. You can only put in what you put out. Mm -hmm. Um, Something else about Roth uh, on the Roth IRA is that you cannot claim contributions to a Roth IRA as tax deductions. Am I correct? Correct. As where with the traditional... You are able to claim it on your year taxes as a deduction. All or some of that, right? Yeah, all or some. Uh, Depending on what your adjusted gross income is at the end of the year, it kind of depends on how much you're able to... If you're able to deduct all 5,500 if you maxed out or just a portion of it. Uh, But you can go to the IRS uh, website and get a little more info on the tables and what you can deduct them or whatnot. 
but that is an option of the traditional versus the raw. Fantastic. And again, uh, the IRS has done a great job of breaking down what those limits are and what kind of income you have to make and deductions and all that. It's, it's a fun read. I like reading about it, honestly. Um, so that wasn't any sarcasm at all. Um, which I think to further illustrate the incentive as to why you would want to say, I guess, go with a traditional IRA, I think you prepare an example for us. Yeah. Um, so, and that's kind of our next segment. It's a financial tip for you guys. Um, if you are listening to our podcast and you do start, you know, investing in your 401k and a Roth IRA, um, there is a, a savers tax credit. So it's not a deduction, it's actually a credit um, that you get at the end of your taxes. Further clarify that. What's the difference between a deduction and a credit? So then, let's say you're making $45,000 um, for the year. Um, you get the standard deduction of $6,300. Um, a deduction would be something that it's lowering your taxable income. Okay. Where a tax credit goes straight to the taxes that you have to pay. Okay. So the deduction being instead of forty five thousand you're at forty four hundred or forty four thousand, so you're in between whatever tax bracket that ends up being. Mm -hmm. Where the tax credit is like straightly going to the taxes you have to pay. Oh, okay. So obviously a credit's gonna be a lot more money that's being taken out compared to a deduction. So the savers tax credit basically is if you're making less than thirty one thousand adjustable gross income, uh, you're able to get some sort of tax credit. And this is if you are single? Correct. Which if you're married, then it's, uh, if your adjustable gross income is 62000 or less, then you are able to get that savers tax credit. Fantastic. So then, um, kind of just an illustration of, you know, how you can get that savers tax credit and just kind of how these retirement vehicles help you lower your taxable income. Uh, we've got an example where, let's say, the Cougar is making 45000 a year. And, All right. <laughs> and me, the Aggie, we're making 45000 a year. So we're both making the same amount. Okay. But the only difference is I'm investing in my 401k. And, and I am not. <laughs> Obviously not a real-life example, but for the, for the sake of this example, uh, you're not investing. So I maxed out my 401k. I put 18000 into it for the year company match did about 2250 uh, 2250 um, so when it comes to our adjustable gross income you're still at 45,000 because you didn't do any deductions because you didn't invest in your 401k or an IRA or anything like that mm -hmm. I did I maxed out my 401k so now my adjustable gross income is 27,000 wow and I was just partying mm -hmm. going to buffets living the fast life mm -hmm. okay so essentially, we both made the same amount of money, but when it comes to the IRS, I only made 27 because I invested and you still made the 45. So then you go down to uh, our standard deduction. We're both single. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, so the standard deduction is 6300 So now our uh, taxes, the money that we would pay taxes on for the Cougar, it's going to be 38700 where for me, it's going to be... 20700 Ooh. So I'm going to pay taxes on less money. Yeah. Uh, so 
Now you go into actual taxes paid. If you include federal and state taxes, the Cougar is going to be paying $7,489 mm. of taxes to Uncle Sam Jeez. at the end of the year. That you don't think about, but that's how much you're paying. And the Aggie, because I have a lower taxable income, I'm going to be paying $3,537. That only means I love Uncle Sam more than you do. Yeah, obviously. You know I mean? obviously. You, you're more American than I am. Yes. So you get to pay an extra $4,000 yeah. compared to the Aggie. Um, but then also call back to the company match. Since I did invest in my 401k, I got $2,250 free money because that's what the company paid. And if that kind of throws you for a loop, go listen to our 401k podcast for more info on it. But basically I pay, or I'm paying $6,250 less than the Cougar is at the end of the year. Would you... Wow. Take that into consideration for, you know, I invested 18000 into my 401k. I'm getting 6250 That's an ROI of like 35%. Man. And that's just within the year. And you, that money is obviously going to make more money as the years go on. And in the long run, it's going to be a lot more than just 6250 And, of course, this example is just 401ks. Correct. Now... The beauty is if that you include a traditional IRA into that. Mm-hmm. It's going to lower even more. Even more. So I would show my undying love and support for Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. While I will be doing the same, just not as much. And <laughs> like anything that we're trying to do here, it's we're working hard. We're all working hard for our money. And we still want to do our obligation and pay taxes. But um, if we there's a way of paying less of it. And being able to keep more of our hard-earned dollars, obviously we're going to choose to keep more of our money so we can invest it and do things with it. So further down the road, we're able to retire early and, you know, sit my ties on the beach and mm. go travel with the family. So then that was 4000 in taxes, but then where's the savings tax credit come in? Mm-hmm. So like I said, I invested and I'm under that 31000 because I've got taxable income of 27000 I'm eligible for the savings tax credit. I wouldn't. You would not be because mm. you're over it uh, at 45000 So what is the savings tax credit? Um, you can get, the most you can get is $1,000. So it's 50% of your first $2,000 invested. So then there's, again, you can go to the IRS website and get the table. But um, I, fall, I would fall into the 10% range. So 10% of 2000 would be $200. So... The money that I would send to Uncle Sam to pay taxes, now you would take $200 off of that. So I'm paying $200 less again. So now it's $4,200 that I'm paying less than the Cougar is. And it's a tax credit that if you're making that um, low of adjustable gross income, it just helps you keep more of that money that you worked hard to make instead of just giving it to Uncle Sam. I wish I would have had something... That maybe taught me about all this, like the Minority Reports podcast. Uh-huh. And we keep saying it, but I mean, like we said before in other podcasts as well, we're first generation um, American. Our parents had no idea about any of this 401ks, IRAs, investing. Um, they just worked hard and kept their money in a bank or in a shoebox on top of the fridge. 
Um, and, you know, they just worked hard and they didn't know there was other ways of making money and investing and doing better for yourself. So that's kind of what we're trying to do is teach, you know, give a foundation for if we were younger, we would have started a lot earlier. We would have done a lot more. And that's what we're trying to do. We've here. been invested in all kinds of mm-hmm. companies. Yeah. Who Amazon. Facebook, <laughs> all these companies. But shout out to Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Just uh, became world. surpassed Bill Gates for the richest man wow. in the world, uh, thanks to Amazon. One being the first one to stock price to go over a thousand dollars, but they went above, and I think they have like a fifteen dollar hike this week. Wow! So, um, and since Bezos owns like more than eighty thousand stocks, that kind of helped push him over that limit over Bill Gates. Um, so, shout out to Jeff Bezos on that. Congratulations. So, I mean, um, I guess that kind of sums this up, right? Uh, Like we said at the beginning, I mean, IRAs is your option. If your employer doesn't have a 401k, this is going to be your best bet. IRAs were to put your money uh, for retirement and investing. And even if uh, you do have, I mean, a company does offer like a 401k, IRAs are still pretty uh, good. source to I guess invest your money in and have something that you know can help you along in the future I personally don't have an IRA yet simply because I'm a little bit behind Daggy here in terms of uh, maxing out my 401k so I'm trying to focus all that uh, but I think it's something we left out mm-hmm. And I was gonna, I was gonna wait till you finish to bring it up. So if you are like the Cougar and haven't started an IRA yet, um, a good thing about the IRA is the deadline for contributing to it for the current calendar year is actually the last day of that you're able to do your taxes, which is April 18th. Mm. So if you're thinking, man, December is kind of around the corner, I'll just wait till next year. <laughs> December's like, around the corner, do that. I know. So that, <laughs> um, so you can still start investing now and you still have, you know, until next April to try to hit that max contribution limit of 5500 for this year. So there's still time. There's always still time. Fantastic. Here I thought I was a lost cause. Nah, not at all. That being said, this is IRAs. Again, if you missed out all the good content that we gave out on our last podcast episode over 401ks or if you just want to check out our story a little bit more about us and why we got started on this financial journey you can find us on soundcloud on the minority reports podcast we have two episodes up right now today's topic was all about iras and so we already covered a 401k and how that works with today's episode you know how an ira works Going forward, we're going to, I guess, cover your options, you know. So when you throw your money into an IRA and a 401k, you're just throwing it into an account. But your account is dividing that money and throwing it into several options. Those options are stocks, bonds, index funds, ETFs. And so that's what we're going to cover on our next episode. So if you have questions about that, stay tuned to that one. Of course, you can always follow us on Instagram. At the Minority Reports Podcast, we have great content. We deliver. Follow us, double tap, like everything that we post. Uh, We're also on Facebook. 
If you want to send us emails, suggestions, comments, we'll take them. You can email us at the Minority Reports Podcast at Gmail. And um, like we said before, we are not certified professional financial advisors. We're just a couple of guys that have done a lot of research, but good research. Definitely we're here. Our mission is to help our listeners in every way that we can. And we do feel like we do give great advice. Uh, we are the Minority Reports Podcast. We are your hosts, the Cougar and the Aggie. And before we sign off today, we'd like to leave you a nice little bit of knowledge. Take it away, Mr. Aggie. So kind of what we were talking about um, with the savings tax credit on, you know, reducing your taxable income and paying less taxes, uh, leaving you a quote uh, from Robert Kiyosaki, which uh, if you haven't read his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's one of the books that got me into investing and thinking differently. Um, so that is, I would recommend that book if you haven't read it. But his quote is, it's not how much money you make, but how much money you keep, how hard it works for you, and how many generations you keep it for. Mm. Till next time, take care.